Hi, my name is Pastor Tony Gilmore. Have you ever been in need of a change? Like change of scenery, change of location, change of jobs. But you've come to find out that no matter where you go, you go. Well, in this series, Extreme Makeover Life Edition, we'll learn how the changes we make inside make the greatest difference on the outside of us. Tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed to the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies mm, and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid. I didn't call you stupid. That's the Bible. And it's in red, so Jesus said it. You are a stupid carpenter who built his house on a sandy beach. And when the storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. I want to take you to the second scripture really quick. First Peter 5 and 10. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts his blessing and favor, who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ, will himself complete you, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And check this out, making you into what you are to be. Glory to God. You can sit down now. God wants to change your perspective on what you're walking through because you're walking through something. It's this cool story. This this young lady by the name of Kimberly. She is in uh, Lansing, Tennessee. It's in the country and she was a little girl telling this story about a tornado coming in. And the tornado was coming in, and they heard it on the radio, so everybody's going down to the basement. And as they're going down to the basement, she can hear, like, like the sound of a locomotive coming towards the house. It was the storm. And as the storm began to come towards the house, she noticed her mother in the corner praying in a language that she didn't understand. And as her mother is praying in a language that she didn't understand, her uncles and everybody else is scrambling around trying to make sure everything's tight. She heard the sound of a locomotive, and then all of a sudden she heard nothing because the storm jumped from this house over their house into the next house. Don't you wish all storms were like that? Don't you wish you just spent a few time, a few moments praying in tongues, praying in the spirit, and the storm would just bypass you all together? That's not how all storms work. Some storms you have to go through because God is up to something. And it's interesting that, you know, you're either in a storm or just coming out of a storm. I just want to let you know for those of people who believe that storms are of the devil, there are God storms that God allows you to walk through and deal with. God doesn't do the storm, but God is the one that allowed the storm. And when I know that my heavenly father has allowed the storm, I can rest in the fact that I got victory on the other side of the storm. But the problem is I got to go through the storm. How many of y'all in the storm right now? Yeah, because you're either in it or you just came out of it and you're getting ready to go back into another one. Can I tell you a secret? 
God is more concerned about your growth than he is about your comfort. We want to be comfortable. I want my house. I want my car. I want everything set. And then I want to be good. God, I'm good. Just teach me through the word. But there are moments and times when God allows storms into our lives. And if we don't have the right perspective, we'll think the storm came to destroy us instead of doing something else. Jesus even told us in John 16 and 33, he said, hey, know this. In this world, oh, you're going to experience tribulation, troubles and storms. But he said, be of good cheer. I've already overcome it for you. See, the storm that you're walking through right now, you're not waiting to overcome it. You've already overcome it. You're just waiting for the manifestation of what you've overcome to manifest. And while you think that something is trying to keep you from it, really the enemy is trying to take from you what you already have. That's all right. You'll get it later. Because storms come to do a couple of things. There are these two thoughts that I have about storms. Storms reveal how well the house is built. And foundations matter most in a storm. The bottom line is God builds in brokenness. I know we wish that we could just learn it all in Bible study and and we could be perfected in uh, learning the word through just reading it. But God allows storms into our life because he's trying to take us from one level to the next. Can I tell you, oh man, I got a bunch of secrets to reveal today. The storm that you're in didn't come to destroy you. It came to promote you. While you're mad about the storm and angry about what's going on and frustrated about, God, where are you? God, I thought you loved me. God, they say you love me. Can I tell you this? It is because he loves you that he allowed the storm. And I know it doesn't feel right and it doesn't feel fair and it doesn't even feel like God. But when you get to know God for real, you'll understand that our father is calculated, systematic, and he is always about your growth and not just about your come up. But in your moments of down and depression that tries to come upon you, God has your come up in mind. There are three types of storms. The first storm is the one that redirects you. The job that you applied for that you didn't get. And you're like, where you at, God? God said that job wasn't the job that I had for you. So I had to shut the door so that you wouldn't walk in something that's going to waste your time. So I shut the door. That doesn't mean you'll never get a job. God's just saying this isn't the job for you. The reason why that relationship didn't work out, you were mad. Because she did what she did. I got to start with she because we always start with he. She does stuff too. Y'all were dating and she did what she did. And then, or he did what he did. And you're upset and hurting because the relationship didn't work out. God said, listen, he was only or she was only putting up a front. This wasn't the real her. I allowed you to see the real her on this side so you wouldn't be tied to her or him forever. And we're heartbroken like, God, don't you love me? He said, it's because I love you that I let you see the realness of what was going on. I'm redirecting you from him to your Boaz, from her to your root. 
Third, I mean, second thing about a storm, it, it comes to release you from a situation. There are some of us that if we didn't go through a storm, we would stay in places beyond God's hand and God's grace. You wouldn't move if he didn't cause the storm. You would stay right where you are doing what you're doing. But God has to shake up the nest sometimes to get you out of so you can walk into the fullness of the destiny that you, he's called you to. Yes, this was good. Yes, you did great. But now you have now passed the test that I have for you at this level. So I'm allowing the door to close so I can move you to the next level. Don't you ever get so upset about closed doors that you miss out on the God of the open door. And three, storms come to check your faith. God wants to know sometimes, are you going to cuss me or trust me? I come to test your faith. James 1, 2 through 4 says, Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. Be assured, be assured, be confident that the testing of your faith through experience, it's producing endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking nothing. The storm is to develop you. It's developing your faith. It's growing you up. It's maturing you. It said you are no longer, it is no longer acceptable for you to be a spiritual baby crying, kicking, and fussing when you walk through something. It is time for you to grow up and know that I am with you, but how you gonna know that I'm a healer if you've never been sick? How you gonna know that I can restore if it's never been broken? How you going to know that I'm a provider if you've never been out of money? I allowed the test so you can grow up. Jesus in this main portion of scripture in Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Before this, he taught about the Beatitudes. Blessed is he. Who is mourned because he'll be comforted. Blessed is he who is a peacemaker. Then he talks about in the next chapter, he's talking about disciples given to the poor and the importance of prayer and fasting. He's given instructions on how to live the kingdom life. And he let them know in chapter 6 that, hey, seek me first and all that belongs to me. And I will take care of all the other stuff. Jesus is teaching kingdom principles so you can walk in a kingdom lifestyle. So you can have the kingdom influence that God's called you to have. But then he says in chapter 7, these words that I speak to you. They're not incidental additions to add to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. I didn't give you this word so you can mix in what you want with what I'm talking about. I gave you this word not so you can uh, improve your home. I gave you this word so you can build a new house. They are foundational words to build a life on. He says, if you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on a rock. You're building. See, when we build our lives on the word of God, not on what I feel, not on what I see, taste, touch, or experience, we are building on the rock 
a stable rock of foundation. And when the storms of life come, when your marriage is in trouble, when your children are wilding out, when you've lost your job, when the storm comes, the storm is telling you what you build your life on. Did you build your life on that marriage? Did you build a life on your job? Did you, when your money's funny? Ah, listen. I don't like when I go through storms, but I love when you go through storms. Can I just be real? Y'all not even laughing at me. You say, that ain't funny. (laughs) Why? Because when I'm going through a storm, it's too close. I can't really see what God's up to. I can't really see what he's doing. The pain is so deep. I'm so disappointed. I'm so hurt or whatever I'm feeling that my perspective is jacked up. But when you're going through a storm, because I'm outside of your storm, I can see exactly what God's doing. That's why it's important to be in community with people. Because I can't always see what I'm going through, but you can see what I'm going through. And so when I'm going through a storm, I need brothers and sisters who know me to come in and say, PT, I know you feel like this is the end, but God is trying to take you to another level. He's trying to grow you up and move you into a new place. The word is not something just to be listened to. It's something to build your life on. When I'm mad, when I'm hurt, how do I respond? Do I respond according to God's word or do I respond according to how I feel? Can I tell you this? Your feelings are not your friend. They lie to you. They deceive you on a regular basis because the word of God will tell you to do things that your feelings don't agree with. And once you continue to live a life over and over again based on your feelings, oh, that's why you've had five jobs that you've been fired from. And it's always your boss's fault. Probably about job number three. It's time to start looking at me. But because we get so caught up in our emotions, we're building our house on sand. Whenever you build your house, if you're building your life on that relationship, if you're building your life on that job, if you're building your life on anything but Jesus, your life is on, in sand. And when the storms come and the winds blow, guess what? Everything that you have will be shook, including you. But when you build on the rock of Jesus Christ, the word of God, the winds can blow, the waves can come. But look at me, I'm still standing. You may have hurt me, I may be broken, I may be heartaches, but guess what? I'm still standing. I don't know where my next meal is coming from. I don't know how I'm going to get my car fixed. But guess what? I have peace that passes all understanding. Why? Because in his word, he tells me. I shall supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. So when it all hits, what are you built on? There are two foundations when it comes to buildings. One, and this is, these are like the macro, the bigger scope. There are some underneath these, but there are two foundations. One is shallow and one is deep. Shallow foundations are created for lighter weight, for lighter loads. Deep foundations 
are for things that have to carry more weight. It takes less time to create a shallow foundation. It takes more time to create a deep foundation. See, you think I've been in this storm too long. This has been happening so long. I don't know where God is going to come through. I don't know what God is up to. Can I tell you, God is building a deep foundation in you because he wants you to carry more weight of his glory. See, if you're going to be shallow when it's just about you and your three, then God said, okay, we'll just have a a shallow foundation, just enough for y'all. But for those who are called to be world changers, people who are called to make a difference in the world that we live in, God's like, no, I'm going to let you go through some storms, and they're going to feel like they're longer than they're supposed to. But it's because the building that I'm building inside of you is going to be so big that single mothers are going to perch on it, that lost people. People will perch on it. That addicts will perch on it. It's about your perspective. Could it be that the storm that you're going through is actually a blessing and not a curse? Could it be that God thinks so much of you, thinks so much of who he created you to be, that he said you're able to handle this? And so I'm allowing you to walk through this because you're not walking through this just for you. You're walking through this for somebody else. And I need you to walk through it so you can be a testimony of what I can do in the life of someone who is submitted to me. First Peter 5 and 10 says, after you suffered a little while, the God of all grace who imparts his blessing and favor, who called you to his own eternal glory, will himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. And I'm going to give you these three quick things about in the storm, the truths that are happening. The first thing you got to realize, after you suffer for a little while, Trouble won't last always. Timothy Wright had this song when I was growing up. My parents used to listen to it. Anybody know that song? Somebody sang it in the front row? Oh, is that Pastor Let me grab a mic. No. (laughs) Trouble won't last always. This is not going to be here forever. You are not going to die with this thing on you. This is not the end of your story. This is a bookmark. This is a bookmark in the story that God has given you. And if you walk through this right, this is my prayer every time I walk through a storm. Lord, let me walk through this right. Because I don't want to stay here one moment longer than I need to. I want to get up and out of this thing as quickly as possible. I don't want to play with it. I don't want to payday loan it. I don't want to try and get somebody to enable me through God, teach me what you want me to learn right now so I can be done and move on to the next phase. But guess what? When we handle those temporary situations by making permanent decisions, we end up being stuck in a cycle. Remember a cycle? 11-day journey to the promised land. 40 years and they never saw it. The scary thing about this is 
when you don't have the right perspective on your storm, you'll make permanent decisions in a temporary situation, and you can actually die and never see the fulfillment of what God has promised you. Selah. But when I say, God, my life is built on the foundation of your word. I don't care what's happening outside of me. Your word is final authority in my life. And I know this won't be here forever. This won't last always. Your storm actually has an expiration date. That what you're walking through right now has an end date attached to it. You know what? Can I tell you how I know? Remember the last storm you walked through? Remember the last tornado you walked through in your life? And now when people bring it up, you're like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. You were crying. Cussing? I mean, uh, I'm sorry, you weren't cussing because you love God with all your heart and spirit. You walked through that thing thinking you were never coming out of it, and God delivered you so heartily out of it that somebody got to bring it back to your mind to remember it. That's the God that we serve. I was talking to these young ladies in my office when we were in Chicago. It was a set of twins, Amanda and Christina. And I was walking them through a difficult season in their life. And they were sitting there in my office. And I'm like, Pastor Tony, we'll never, we just can't see coming out of this. Where's this going to come from? Where's the job going to come from? Where's all of this stuff going to come from? And this is what I told them. And I told them this, and I meant it from the bottom of my heart. Next year, we will sit down and laugh about what you're crying about right now. All you got to do is keep going. All you got to do is keep looking. And do you know what? Just what I said. Amanda's not married. Christina's in Texas with a great job. And you know what? Why? Because trouble don't last always. What you're walking through right now isn't always going to be this way. All you got to do is trust the word of God and build your life on that word. Number two, grace, grace, and more grace. That when you're walking through a storm, there is grace, grace, and more grace. That the deeper your storm is, that the harder your storm is, God's grace is bigger than your storm. And when you let God come into your situation, when you let God have full reign in your life, the storm can be happening and your coworkers are like, if I was going through that, I wouldn't even be able to go to work the next morning. If I was going through that, I wouldn't even get out of my bed. Then you get a chance to testify. I know, listen, I ain't going to play. This is hard. This is difficult, but I want to tell you about a man named Jesus. Jesus is not only watching the storm, but he's in the storm with me. He's on the boat with me. And as I'm walking through this storm, his grace is covering my mind so I don't lose it. His grace is covering my heart so I won't fail. The deeper, the harder the storm, more grace. All you got to do is let them do it. Stop trying to do it yourself. Stop trying to make it work yourself. Stop trying to handle it yourself. This is what I know. Whenever I am stressed, frustrated, not acting right with Ange, that's because I'm taking on my own stuff. That's because I'm trying to fight it myself. But when I let God fight my battle... If I hold my peace, let the Lord fight my battles, victory shall be mine. So guess what? 
There are times you got to hold your peace. Let the Lord fight your battle so that victory is yours and you can walk in it and experience it. I'll tell you, we don't labor to get God to move on our behalf. We already know God's going to move on our behalf. So you know what we labor to do? We labor to enter into God's rest. I read not so I can get points for God to move in my situation. I pray not to get points so God can move in my situation. I'm already approved by God. I'm already accepted by God. So what I do is I read so I can stay in rest. I read so my mind can be at peace. I read so joy can overflow in my heart. So there's more grace. And then the third one. When you're walking through a storm, your foundation is getting stronger. When you're walking through a storm, your foundation is getting stronger. It says, he himself will complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. He's building you in the storm. God is growing you up in the storm. He's developing you in the storm. He's developing you for your business. He's developing you for that calling. He's developing you for the next level. I don't want to miss any of the tests. You ever take a class? You ever, you know, in college, you go from, uh, you skip 101 and go to 201 or 301. And it's like, okay, you get in the class and you're like, why is everybody else so far ahead of me? Oh, it's because they took 101. There were foundational truths in 101 that lets you build in 201 and 301. And while I'm trying to say, God, give me the mic so I can preach. God, give me a million so I can do what I want to do with it. God, give me a chance to lead worship. God's like, no, that's too soon. That's 301 and 401. You got to get past 101 first. 101 is that you learn how to honor me even when you're going through a storm. 101 is when you learn to lift my name up and praise me even when you don't understand what I'm doing. 101 is where you learn to walk in integrity and humility and character because I'm building you for 401. But if you don't get 101, you won't stay in 401. You're going to drop to 101. When you gonna give me the ministry, God? When you pass one on one? When you gonna give me my chance, God? Well, maybe I just need to go up and make something happen. Okay. Do you? Go ahead. Go, on, Cletus. I mean, you just do. You know. Go ahead and make something happen. Go ahead and sit in that 401 class, 401 class before your time. Go ahead. Everybody else writing, typing, getting A's on their papers, and you can't get past the first sentence. Why? Because God has a process. And do you realize your storm this season is a part of the process? See, why you keep running from stuff, moving. Uh, it's incredible how people bounce from church to church and place to place, marriage to marriage, job to job. 
relationship from relationship because it gets hard. And they wonder why I never get to, to feel what it's like. I'm going to say in marriage. We wonder, we, we're so in love with the in love experience that we then never get to feel what real love is like. Because real love has been beaten, slapped, run over by a truck, and still stand. And real love is the type of love that have been through storms, finances, and storms, and all types of stuff. And you, you walk through those storms, and every storm builds a greater foundation between the two of you. We are so in love with one-hit wonders and quick moments, and we want to ascend to the top so quickly. But listen, the Bible says that when those moments happen, you're building your house on sand. And when the storms come and the winds blow... The Bible says great is the fall of that house. God is building you in your storm. He's making you storm ready so you can be ready for every storm. Stop trying to run away from that thing so quick. If it's still there and you've done all you know to do, and you're not sitting there ignoring God's counsel, there's not something in your heart that he's been telling you to do and you're not doing, and you're at the end of your rope and you don't know what else to do, guess what? He's building your foundation. He says, I'm building it on trust. That when you can't trace me, you can trust me. And if it's three months or eight months or Two years, you know what he's doing? He's building a deep foundation so that no matter what comes your way, you are growing up, being built up. You are becoming mature. Now you're not blown away by every wind of doctrine, every nice teaching, and every, every hey, in five minutes you're going to be blessed, and in ten minutes God's going to rain down something. No, 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 no. See, seasoned, mature people know better. You're running from each meeting and everything trying to get the blessing. But when you can become mature, you're like, ah, oh, God, if I'm not out of this yet, obviously you're up to something that I can't see. I'm not moving till you say move. I'm not going until you say go. Obviously there's something still there for me to learn because I want my foundation to be strong. Today, God, he's building you in the storm. And guess what? It's extreme. It's an extreme makeover. When you are done with this, people won't even recognize you anymore. Who is that? I remember you would cry at the drop of a hat. Now you quote scripture. God is building you so that you can mature and be who he's called you to be. Hope you enjoyed that message. If you live in the St. Louis area or ever plan to visit, we'd love for you to join us at one of our services at 4324 Margareta at either our 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. service. Be blessed. We hope to worship with you soon.